0: i want to ask y'all to stand up with us as we get started this morning. I'm going to say a quick prayer, and then uh, we'll go ahead and get started. Uh, dear Lord, I just want to thank you for allowing us to come here this morning and uh, worship you and have a good time, Lord. Um, even though some of us are tired, uh, we know that you're worth it, Lord. Uh, I pray that you'll be with us at, uh, in this time of worship and be with Bailey as she brings your message, Lord, and uh, be with us throughout the rest of the church services. And keep us safe. You now I pray. Amen you. Mm-hmm.
1: the power of sin and darkness whose love is mighty and so much stronger the king of glory the king above all kings who shakes the whole Worthy is the Lamb who was slain, worthy is the King.
0: Again, I just want to thank you for this day. And uh, I pray that you'll be with Bailey as she comes up and uh, brings your message this morning and speak to us and allow us to learn from it and take it and use it to glorify you. You know, I pray. Amen.
2: Hey. (laughs) Um, Good morning. So, okay, this echoes kind of, I'm going to step back a little bit. But um, I wasn't planning on speaking today at all I was actually excited that I didn't have to sing today until 7 o'clock last night and I was told that I was speaking today so I'm gonna speak today and it might be short and I know we're not used to that as Southern Baptist, to have a short sermon but we're gonna have a short sermon today and hopefully it's good and if it's not I'm sorry uh, Jesus still loves you even if my sermon isn't good um, I don't know if y'all know, but coming up with a sermon like last minute is one of the hardest things ever. Because on a day-to-day basis, I think of all these things. I'm like, oh, God is so awesome and great and all of these things. And then I have to think of a sermon, and I'm like, there's so many things I don't know what to preach about. There's so many different Bible verses to choose from. So it was tough, and I had schoolwork to do. But I kind of based my sermon around... Seasons of waiting and seasons where you're in between. And um, the verse, y'all don't have to get out y'all's Bibles because y'all probably know this verse. Um, it's literally one single verse, but it's Psalms 23-2, and it says, He makes me lie down in green pastures. So, uh, and leads me beside still water, sorry. I'll add that part in there. But um, sometimes in our lives we get in these seasons and we feel stuck and we're in between. And you're just so ready to get to the next season. You're like, oh, I'm so sick of being in this waiting. I don't know what God is doing right now. And sometimes you just get laid flat out on your back. You don't get the job that you wanted, or you lose a job that you had, or you lose the relationship that you thought was the end-all be-all. Um, and we put our happiness in these things, and then when those things don't work out, we get stuck in these seasons of in-between. Um... And sometimes certain steps or certain things are removed from our lives or removed from the picture of our lives because they were not beneficial to our lives. Um, So we get in these seasons, and it's frustrating, and it's annoying, and it can be scary sometimes. And you are just so ready to move on with your life. And you're so ready to move on with your life that you miss the season that you're in. You're not living in the present. You're not living in this season that God puts you in. And every season, whether it be a season of waiting or a season of suffering or a season of, you know, you get many, many blessings in that season, whatever season it is, is a season that's going to be used not only to benefit your life, but to glorify God. Um, Sometimes God puts us in these seasons of waiting Because he needs you to step back and see that the next season that you're wanting to pursue isn't necessarily the season that's meant for your life. And we get so caught up in the next thing. We're so busy focusing on what we're going to do next, and what's going to happen in our life next, and oh, am I going to get married? Okay, now I'm married, now I have to have babies, and when I have babies, I have to have this job, and that job, and I have to do this, that, and the other, and we get so focused on the future that we don't focus on the now, and we don't focus on God. Um, And we get stuck sometimes, and sometimes it's a season of six to eight weeks, and sometimes it's a season of six to eight years, and there's this challenge, and God doesn't just ask us to sit in our brokenness. He doesn't ask us just to lay down and mope. He asks us to lay down, take a second, breathe, rest, and focus on Him, and focus on what He wants in our lives, and focus on what really is the next move for my life. And it it gets frustrating to have to sit there and do that, but sometimes you need to do that, because sometimes you're chasing after worldly things and not after godly things. And sometimes that our hope for the future and our future becomes an idol, and we idealize it and we're like oh, i want I want it so bad, I want this thing so bad that I have to have it, and it's the only thing you're focused on and sometimes you get put in these seasons of waiting to realize that those things aren't your God, those things aren't. The thing that created you. Your desire for money isn't your God. Your depression isn't your God. Your new job isn't your God. Your whatever isn't your God. And we put those things in place of God. And God puts us in these seasons of waiting so that you realize that maybe you're not doing the things that you're supposed to be doing and that you're chasing after worldly things. Um, And the worldly things aren't your God at all. Your God is the God that gave you breath, that gave you life, that gave you his son to die on the cross for your sins. And sometimes he puts you in these seasons of waiting so that you can step back and realize, hey, I'm not worshiping him like I'm supposed to be. I'm not doing the things that I'm supposed to be doing. I'm not coming to church like I need to be coming to church. I'm not reading my Bible on a daily basis. I'm not praying to God like I need to be. I'm not doing these things. And sometimes we get in these places in our life and we get too busy for God which you should never be too busy for God. And I'm sure that some of y'all say, no, I'm never too busy for God. I always do exactly what I'm supposed to, because, I mean, I'm a good person. So, I'm a good person. So, I, I I mean, sometimes I just don't read my Bible like I'm supposed to, but, like, I mean, it's only been, like, six months that I haven't read my Bible like I'm supposed to. What's that going to affect me? Or, oh, it's only been, like, a year that I haven't been coming to church. Or Oh, it's only been, like, So many, so many days that I haven't been praying to God, or when I pray to God, it's only because I want to pray to him for what I need and not what he's already given to me. So we get in these seasons of waiting, and we don't even realize that sometimes in those seasons when we feel stuck, it's because we make ourselves feel stuck. We make ourselves feel bad because we're not doing the things that we're supposed to do, and we think that we're doing enough, and really you can never do enough for God. If you feel like you're doing enough, you need to do more. And even at that point, you need to do more. And even at that point, you need to do more. Well, I come to church and I help out every now and again. And I really do love Jesus and this, that, and the other. And that's great and that's good and that's awesome. And I'm so proud of you for helping out with the church. That's one important thing that you need to do. But if your life and your heart and your soul isn't in a good condition, if you aren't focusing on what you need to be focusing on, then... It doesn't matter what you're putting on the surface or what you're putting showing everyone you're like oh, i'm so awesome look at me i'm coming to church and i'm helping out so i'm a perfect christian and i never do anything wrong and i'm doing enough for god and i know i don't do enough for god ever and i feel like sometimes i'm like oh, i'm so i'm doing so good And I put the focus on me, and then I don't ever put the focus on God. I'm like, I'm doing so good, yeah. But I really should be focusing on God, and not what I'm doing that's good, but what he's doing every single day that's good, even when I'm going through a tough season of my life. Because whether you're going through a tough season or a good season, or in-between season, God is still good. You're still waking up in the morning. You still have many, many blessings that you probably take for granted, like the clothes on your back or the food that you eat every day or the money in your bank account. We take so many things for granted and so many blessings for granted because we're so worried about getting more of the worldly things and more of the things that we shouldn't be chasing after, more of the things that we shouldn't idealize, like money and any other thing that you just want to put in the category. You want a new video game, I don't know, whatever you just are chasing after in life, but the only thing that you need to chase after in life is God. The only thing in this life that has any meaning is God. So when you're in those seasons of, I'm so stuck, I'm just so stuck here and I'm so in between, maybe it's God trying to tell you, hey, here I am, I need your attention, I need you to focus on me, because let me tell you something, if you're not focused on God, all of those things that you're gaining isn't anything, you're not really gaining anything, one, because this world is not our home, we're not going to be here forever, and I know that 190, 80 years seems like a long time, but it's really not in the scheme of eternity. All the things that you're gaining are for naught if you are not focused on God, if you're not focused on what His plan for your life is, and if you're so busy chasing after what your plan for your life is. And we get these selfish and unimportant expectations of our life. And, oh, I need to have this amount of money in my bank account to be happy. And I need to have this shirt to be happy. And I need to wear this to church. And I need to do this, that, and the other. And we lose the whole picture of why we're here in the first place. God didn't put us here so you can wear your Gucci slides every day. God didn't put us here so you can have a million dollars in your bank account. God didn't put us here because so that you can just do what you want to do. God put us here to glorify him and to preach to others about him and to love him. That's what we're here for. That's our only thing in life that we have to do. So when you're in the seasons of being stuck, or you feel like you're stuck, or you feel like you're just not moving or anywhere, look at your life and think, what am I doing in my life that's ministering to others, that's ministering to my husband, or my wife, or my friends, or myself? What am I doing for God in my life? Because I guarantee you, when you feel like you're doing nothing, you should be doing something, even if it's just laying down and resting and being still and embracing God, and embracing his glory, and his mercy, and it's so easy to get caught up in this world. It's so easy to just focus on all of these things, but when you think about how good, and awesome, and powerful, and wonderful God is, you shouldn't want to be focused on those things. You should want to come to church and worship, even if you're tired because you stayed up till 3 a.m., even though you knew you had to speak in the morning and you had schoolwork to do and you had a sermon to write and you are really stressed out. Or even if you didn't stay up that late and you just didn't feel good today, you should still come to church and worship because even though maybe you don't feel good today or maybe you're tired or maybe you're just going through something that nobody else knows about, God is still good. It doesn't matter what you're going through or how you feel that day. Because at the end of the day, God is always good. He will always be good. He's going to continue to be good forever and ever and ever and ever. And never is going to end. So it doesn't matter about you. Stop, stop saying I. I'm so sick of hearing people say I. I'm so sick of hearing me say I. I need this. I need that. I have to do this. I'm tired. I'm sick. I'm blah, 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 blah. I'm so sick of hearing that. I want to hear God is good. God is faithful. God is merciful. God is forgiving. God is loving. I want to hear those on a day-to-day basis. Why don't I ever hear that? I want to hear all of those things. I love y'all, every single person in this room, but I don't want to hear about y'all all all the time. (laughs) I love you, and I'm sorry you don't feel good, and I'm sorry you're tired, and I'm sorry that your life is just the worst ever, and you just can't deal with it, but... Sometimes I just want to talk about how good God is. And sometimes you need to talk about how good God is. Because I guarantee you, when you're in the season of feeling sorry for yourself and complaining about everything, if you sat down for five minutes, ten seconds, and thought about all the things that God has brought you through, you wouldn't be complaining anymore. Because you'd be like, wow, God is so good. Even though I'm going through something that I feel like is awful and terrible and stupid, and I shouldn't even be in this season, you... Take time with Jesus, and you'll realize that one, there's always a reason for the season you're in. There's always a reason for the pain that you're going through. There's always a reason for the blessings that you're receiving. And there's always, 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 always God is good, no matter what. Besides any of those things, God is always good. So when you take a step back and you realize all of those things, that it's not about you, I know you want it to be about you. I like it to be about me. I think the world revolves around me. You can ask Christian. <laughs> I, I get selfish sometimes. That's one of my downfalls. I try to be as selfless as I can, but I can be selfish. And I know that y'all can be selfish and think the world just revolves around every single one of us in here. And that if I don't have my way, the world is just, <laughs> just falling apart around me. That's not the case. Because it's just not. It's just not the case. The world does not revolve around you. It technically revolves around the Sun but like also the Sun like the Sun that died for you but like the Sun Sun too but mainly the Sun so y'all have to stop focusing about y'all and stop wondering why you're stuck in in the in-between season and stop wondering why you're in a rut because when you take a step back and realize hey this is good it's not good but it's good It's helping me learn something. It's helping me get closer to God. It's helping me get closer to my husband or my wife or my boyfriend or my girlfriend or my mama or my daddy or whatever. It's benefiting me in a way that I don't realize it's benefiting me yet. So when you step back and realize that, you can be, one, more content with the season you're in and, two, more content with the outcome of the next season you go into. So that was my sermon i don't like calling it a sermon because i feel weird because like i'm I'm not a preacher i'm just a girl who loves jesus and i like to talk about him sometimes but anyway that was my sermon
0: all right well will y'all stand with me one more time and we have one more song uh to close with and Feel free to pray or sing along or do whatever. Come up here and kneel and pray. You know, I mean, it's an invitational, but um, you're free to do whatever you want during the invitation. But we invite you to come and pray or, I don't know, go pray for somebody else if you feel led to do that. Um, but we're going to sing in the garden. So... i mm-hmm. you. pray with me one last time Uh, Lord just help us to uh, understand that um, we do go through seasons and a lot of the time as followers of Christ uh, we can know that those seasons are good opportunities for us to learn and grow in our faith and take a step forward in life even though it feels like we're not going anywhere at the time um, or whatever we're going through lord just allow us to learn through it, uh, from it while we're in those seasons um again i just want to pray for the 10 o'clock sunday school and 11 o'clock service uh, be with brother DJ as he brings your message to lord um, and just may your presence fill the church during that time and uh, just speak to all of us you never pray amen